This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith, while build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 78, and I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. My guest today says social media is oftentimes the first impression you are making with others for your business. Make it so good that people want to come back for more. Joining me on today's show is Heather Hyman. Heather is the CEO and the founder of Sweet Tea Social Marketing, and she's also the host of the podcast Business, Jesus, and Sweet Tea. She is a social media speaker. She's a strategist and a consultant that specializes in helping Christian business owners discover how to grow in today's noisy social marketplace with solid social media strategy. Now, in addition to loving sweet tea, Heather enjoys traveling. She's homeschooler. Uh, she spends time with her family and two dogs in South Carolina. Now, specifically on today's show, Heather's going to share to be encouraged to know social media can help you make a huge impact on your business. You're going to share some tips how. Also, hearing how live video is a game changer and key things that you can do easily with your phone in your back pocket to grow your business. I know many of you are not sharing your message. You need to. She's going to share how. As well as also the value of being exactly who God created you to be in your business. Embrace the journey and so much more. Welcome to the show, Heather. Hello, thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here with you. Oh, look, absolutely. Uh, it's, it's a pleasure and honor to speak with you again today. And we've had so many different topics over the last 77 shows. And this is the first one where I get to geek out on social media. But I think so important because many Christian business owners, uh, whilst they may be using social media in their business, they can be doing so much more to really get that message out there to impact the lives of their ideal clients and their community too. So uh, looking forward to, to hearing you share your expertise. Tell us, Heather, how did you get into this business? Is it something that you grew into, an interest you always had? What's been your journey? Sure. So it's very interesting. I would say my story starts back to uh, 18 years ago and former special education teacher mm -hmm. turned, I moved and I ended up in the digital marketing space by way of being the office manager at a company because I was tired of working really crazy hours in retail. Mm -hmm. And so I began in this two-year journey of going from the office administration gal to the project manager working on really large corporate accounts, to then in the web design department, then in the graphic design department. So that was early 2000s mm -hmm. and I was 
more so on the back end of digital marketing mm. pre-social media days. But through the journey, I ended up getting married. My husband and I had three kids. We were in the military. My husband was. We were a military family. We lived in Europe for three years, loved it. And what I found I began doing pre-social media of what you and I know it as today was this desire to connect and bring people together. Mm. I, I kind of see that as like a foundation of how I'm wired. And so I love connecting people. So prior to a business mindset, I was connecting women that were in the military, that were away from everything that they knew back in the States. Mm -hmm. And I was saying, hey, here's a group of women that are, are moms and, and just bringing people together. And I just kind of kept doing that with each move. Yes. And then I ended up in 2010 going to graduate school. I got a master's in management and leadership. And it was while I was in graduate school that I had this light bulb go off that said, I've always wanted to add income to our family not by any traditional means because mm -hmm. I wanted to stay home with my kids. Mm -hmm. And while I was in graduate school, I literally had this aha moment that was like, I didn't even know words then of, of entrepreneur or mompreneur or what that even meant. I just knew as someone that was like driven, I was like, I love business. I need to make money that doesn't look like any way of anyone I know in my real life. Because mm -hmm. everyone I know went to school to be a teacher and they became a teacher yeah. or they wanted to be a doctor and they did these traditional things. Mm -hmm. So I started my first company in 2011 with a model of a small town in the USA in a state of Kentucky. And I pretty much used content marketing to put everything that was family friendly on one website to make the lives of parents with kids easier to say, what are we going to do today? Mm -hmm. And I monetized that by businesses paying to advertise. And I started the whole business using social media yeah. and driving traffic to my website by creating like this buzz on Facebook. And it just began, it was honestly like this organic process of I was having success in my business. It was profitable within, I'd say, 30 to 60 days. Mm -hmm. the, the Chamber of Commerce and other businesses, they notice. And they're like, what are you doing? How is social media helping you? Can you help me? Mm -hmm. And then it just kind of snowballed into other businesses saying, can you help us? Can you train our teams? And then in 2014, we moved. And I was like, well, I'm excited we're moving because we were moving to my hometown mm -hmm. in South Carolina. So I was thrilled to be near my family again. But I was leaving everything I created because I created this business around a 30-mile radius. Yes. And so I just prayed and said, God, what does this mean? I'm supposed to be excited, but I'm torn that we're leaving. And once I just gave it over to God, I ultimately just felt led to say, I'm going to use all of these you know, at the time, 14 years of experience in digital marketing and in social and bringing people together. And I'm now going to help people no matter where they live. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where I've evolved into this. I see myself as a digital missionary mm -hmm. because wow. I go out and help Christian businesses and nonprofits leverage smart social media so they can make a bigger kingdom impact. Mm, I love that. And that was, that was the shortest way yeah. I could tell you that. But I, I think I that, the, love that the pieces mm. that feel so old and random and at the time, how on earth is God going to make this 
into something. Yeah. It's just crazy how all of it has come together exactly for what I'm doing. Yeah. And that is such a beautiful story and I'm glad you shared it because there are many times where we don't know where this is going to lead, yet what you did is you took action with what you had, what you knew right then, right there. You built something up, then you moved and shifted. And isn't it interesting that sometimes circumstances have us take a step back and, and exactly what you said, what are you doing? I've created this, yet through that now, God has actually expanded your vision, your mission uh, now to, to be helping people, not just in a local area, but uh, mm -hmm. worldwide and, and globally. So I love that. I know as you were sharing that, there are ahas in people who are listening and uh, viewing the show today. Tell us about social media, particularly let's start off with some of the things that we may not be aware of uh, and maybe even limiting our ability to get our message out there because there's things that we're doing that which really were either yesteryear or we shouldn't be doing anymore. Then we'll dive into some of the strategies that you know work really well. Yeah, well, I would say one of the things that feels counterintuitive to a lot of people and business owners out there is this idea of being more personable mm -hmm. and more transparent because for many people that have either been in business a really long time and i'm not even going to use the word corporate mm -hmm. but just feel like i'm credible i've been around for years it, it feels counterintuitive to everything that you've been trained to be like very cookie cutter, very by the book, let's stay focused and let's not talk about these personal things, right? Mm -hmm. Because like they don't go together. But I would tell you that I am seeing not only in my own business as well as my clients that when they show up and embrace their personality, they embrace their quirkiness or their dry humor or the, the funny, um, you know, secretary, or even if it's just an online business, yeah. whatever the vision is that they have and, and the vibe of their company and their business, when you embrace that on social, mm -hmm. it makes you more relevant because it helps you stand out and it makes you more top of mind. But the biggest thing is it makes you more human, mm. thus making you more relatable because people are like, yeah, they're just a little bit like me. Like it's not all polished and scripted mm -hmm. and that actually on social can be a huge benefit for businesses that almost are intimidated by social because it feels like almost unnatural and yeah. they're almost having to train themselves mm -hmm. to, to show up in a way that may not be what they would think that they would need to show up if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes some um, total sense. And I think, you know, sometimes when we, uh, and, and I 110% agree, and that's what, what we share as well, sometimes what I find is that people aren't necessarily aware of some of those unique characteristics that make them them. And so it's just having an awareness and then and giving permission to, um, to, to allow that just to step through. There was a couple of comments that I read today on one of the, Christ, the Christian groups, the women, and they were saying, what about integrating? Because I know many businesses are watching and listening today who are Christian-focused, bringing that Christianity and that faith in. Should they do that? Should they not do that? Should there be a balance? What sort of advice have you given your clients and maybe what you do uh, when you're thinking about being that authentic but bringing faith in, into how you're sharing content and, and your voice and so forth? 
Well, I think I personally very boldly incorporate it into my business. Mm -hmm. And I have some clients that don't, yet they are very kingdom minded and they're mm -hmm. kingdom leaders that are out there. So what I will say is regardless of how you decide maybe on a forward facing front mm -hmm. to operate your business on social media, you as a Christian business owner can absolutely, and you should embrace that you can make a huge kingdom, kingdom impact mm -hmm. on how you talk to people, how you treat people, the level of your customer service. You know, people should be able to see us by, by the way we treat people, not maybe necessarily just the words that we put out there. Mm -hmm. But I would say that, you know, we all know that there are great businesses that it's not maybe put out there on their signs of what they sell, but we know the core of their leadership mm -hmm. has a Christian foundation. Yeah. And really to ask yourself, it's, it's that, um, as I speak a little bit of marketing geek right now, it's kind of that whole, who is your target customer? Mm -hmm. So I specifically target Christian business owners. And that's because I see what I do really as, as a, I don't mean it to sound as if it's like a play on words or I mm -hmm. came up with it to be catchy, but I genuinely see what I do as being like a digital missionary. Mm -hmm. And so I intentionally, from a business perspective, look to work with Christian businesses because I see that it's a way to like expand God's kingdom with what I feel the talents are that I have. Yes. However, if I, if that wasn't my niche and let's say I was simply trying to sell aprons and I don't care who buys my aprons, but maybe the audience is um, women that are between the ages of 25 and 40 that love to cook, that would love to have lots of fun colored aprons with young kids, right? Maybe your end demographic is not necessarily someone that's just a Christian, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that you couldn't incorporate some biblical wisdom, whether it be in the form of graphics or inspiration that you in include into your branding. Mm. So I think the biggest thing you need to ask yourself is what is our business? Who are we trying to resonate with? And once you've identified who that audience is, then ask yourself how much of that faith element do we really want to be forward facing in our branding? Mm. And once you do it, just own it. But don't make your decision making factor be that the world tells you not to talk about religion and politics. Mm. Yeah, wise, wise insights. And I think what you said, um, all of that's brilliant. It's such a great reminder in it is our attitude and our approach, how we do business, how we service our clients that can speak the greatest to them and the feedback that I get from so many of my colleagues and even clients that often and this is sad to say that often when they are being provided with high quality service and being delivered what was promised it's almost a shock because there's so many business out there not doing that so that in itself can make uh, a huge difference and a huge impact for sure let's talk about live video because many people have heard how good it is, but they're still hesitant to embrace it, even video on its own. But live video, you want me to do what? It's quite scary for people. So let's unpack this a little bit to, to inspire people to give it a go. Absolutely. So 
if you have anyone listening today or watching that they like numbers, let me just share with you just a few stats. Um, companies that are using video enjoy about 41% more website traffic from search than non-users of those um, with video. And one other stat says by 2019, global consumer internet video traffic will account for 80% of all internet traffic. And I say to myself, even if those numbers are half right, mm -hmm. that's a lot of that's a lot of data telling us that video is the way that a lot of people are going to be consuming things. So mm -hmm. when I try to make decisions, I try not to just do them based off of warm and fuzzy feelings off of just someone's thought, but on hard data and stats that mm -hmm. say, what decisions am I making that are going to make what we do with our time and how we show up um, best uses of our resources. And live video, and I love it, and I know that you're taking advantage of it too, is what it does is it is the fastest way for you to build a like, you know, and trust with your audience mm. in the shortest amount of time. Yes. And so you could look at that and think about that from a sales perspective, or I'm just trying to accomplish this. Mm -hmm. But anyone that's watching this or listening to this, they are going to have much better of even an impression of me or of you by watching this on live video than if they had just read these words in a blog post. And I know that we all can learn in many different ways, mm -hmm. but the truth is, you know, if they say a picture tells a thousand words, you know, video I feel is like 10 times that. Yeah. And, and you can show up. Now, we know the algorithms on Facebook change all the time mm -hmm. but I say on all the platforms you know Instagram stories Facebook whatever social platforms you choose to use right now they want us to do more live video so when we do it and we're that small percentage of people that are basically doing what they would like us to do mm -hmm. for free they are going to be showing that to more people that follow you and more people in your audience. So when I can align good marketing, great information to get it out to my audience in a way that they're gonna like, know, and trust me better and faster, and the platforms are gonna show it to more people for free, mm -hmm. I say that's a good move. Mm. Oh, and so I absolutely. like to do that. And the feedback is, is wonderful from the audience as well mm -hmm, yeah and um i absolutely have to agree at the beginning of this year if, if i look back to it's been nearly 10 years that i've been doing podcasting and all of the other years bar this one 2018 we were just doing audio i was just doing audio and then someone mentioned this platform i had to move across to record i thought oh, i'll just give this live a, a go and the amount of interaction that i saw on the page i thought i'll give it a try and see how you know if we're going to be able to make any impact with it and it's been incredible because as you say I mean all of us have different ways that we communicate that we take in information and if you've got different touch points someone might watch a video then come across to the audio podcast read a blog see images on 
on um, Instagram, all of that continues to add to the know, like and trust and, and your credibility. And I think if we've got these tools to use, why not leverage them? Let's talk about having your phone you know, already accessible because sometimes if we look back over the years, we may have been limited because of the equipment, but we carry around a production studio in, the, in our phone and in the apps that we get, which really are very cost effective if some of them not low cost or no cost. Absolutely. So the great news is for anybody that feels non-techy, they're not into gadgets. I'm going to be your best friend mm -hmm. because I'm the girl who hates gadgets, but I love doing live video and I use my iPhone mm -hmm. and I use it not only to do live video broadcast, but I also use it to do recorded videos mm -hmm. and I keep those shorter, mm -hmm. but I literally, I, I've used Cheez-Its boxes in the past. I will open up a kitchen cabinet in my home because it's like at eye level and I will stand back about five feet. And the best thing when you're making video with the, like you just said, these amazing resources we have in our back pocket is to make sure that your audio is really good. Mm. Now, the one thing I have invested in, which I don't even know the name of it, it's just like a simple lavalier mic mm. that my husband got me for Christmas about a year and a half ago is I will, it's got a longer cord mm -hmm. and I honestly don't use that unless I'm in a conference setting where it's crazy loud mm -hmm. and I want the audio to be excellent even if there's like really loud chaos all around. Yeah. But if you are either in your office or in a home studio or at a local farmer's market, as long as you have the camera positioned where I'd say it's five feet or less in distance from where you are, just project your volume naturally, mm -hmm. talk to the camera, make eye contact, and speak clearly about what your video is about. Mm -hmm. You don't have to get into all of these things like ring lights and, and extra things that honestly, just as you're getting started, aren't necessary. Yes. Oh, look, absolutely. And I think a lot of times that tends to put people off. But start with what you have and then continue to, to leverage that. And as you see the results, then make a decision if you want to invest. But a lot of these tools that we now have, these technologies, are getting smaller and, and even, you know, far more economical, you know. And um, whereas previously, if I think this microphone, which I've had for years, cost me $600 back then. That's Aussie dollars. Now you can get for, you know, $100 a really good microphone if you wanted to invest, you know. So, and again, there's lots of different price ranges for everyone. What is your, you talked about not just doing live, but also videos. This is a question that I'm often asked too. What length of video, if you're pre-recording it and then going to use it across various platforms, what typically is the length of video that you create? So I think that some, some data has recently just come out that supports a little bit more of a long form. And when mm -hmm. I say long, I'm talking 10, 15 minutes mm -hmm. long. Mm -hmm. But I would say the truth of the reality is, and I think that everyone listening right now can relate with me, people are busy. People are standing in the, the line at Target, just scrolling on their phone. They're mm -hmm. sitting at their child's soccer game or they're on their way somewhere or they're on the subway or the train and they're just kind of on the go. Mm -hmm. So I recommend to my clients and I do it myself 
is if I'm not doing something live, I really try to have short form video of three minutes or less. Mm. So if you had this concept of saying, you know, what are the questions my audience is asking me that I know I can make them smarter by sharing it. And let's say it's five ways to write a better blog post. I wouldn't try to cram all of that into one thing. I would break that up and you could either do every Monday for the next five Mondays. I'm going to share with you today one mm -hmm. tip on how you can have a better blog, um, how you can have a better blog post. Yeah. It, or say I'm going to do this for the next five days and have it be a five-day series, but keep them short. Mm -hmm. And I think it's almost just as important, if not more important, regarding the length of the video, then a tip for everybody is at the very beginning of your video, you've got to in the first 10 seconds, tell them what's in it for them. Mm -hmm. Like it's more important than you saying, hey, I'm Heather Hyman. I am the owner of Sweet Tea Social Marketing. Like before I do any of that, yeah. I say, hey guys, today I'm gonna share with you one tip that you must know about on Instagram stories if you want people to actually respond to you on your messages. Mm. Hey guys, I'm Heather with Sweet Tea Social Marketing and here's what that tip is. I mean, just get straight to the meat of it. Mm -hmm. And then I always have the suggestion at the end of every video, even if it's live or if it's recorded, is give people that call to action of the next step they could take mm -hmm. kind of into your funnel or into an opportunity to, to take that next step. And it doesn't have to even be like a paid thing. It could be, hey, if you like this and you want more, come here and join me inside of my free Facebook group where I talk about X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. Hey, or if you want to have access to my free training that I'm doing next week, just comment below yellow and I will respond to you personally and give you the link for that webinar. Nice. Just something that's going to try to make them be a little less passive mm -hmm. and actually take some kind of response based on what you've asked them to do. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, you know, if you say right at the front of your video, right at the beginning, what they're going to, to get out of that, if that is an issue and if you know your audience really well and you know this is something that they're struggling with, you've captured their attention. Oh, I need to listen to this mm -hmm. or, or I need to, to watch this. Very uh, important. Even in podcasting, you know, sometimes people ramble on and on and on and it's like, Quick, get to the point, and and then you know what what are you going to talk about, and then you can um, provide some more of that information. Great, great mm -hmm. tips. Let's talk about the value of being exactly who God created you to be in your business. Embrace the journey because with social media, we've got access to so much content, and sometimes scrolling through the Instagram feeds or seeing what's happening on Facebook can mirror to us what's not quite happening in our business and can mm. have us playing small or not at all. What advice do you have for us? I just really challenge everyone to just say, I am thankful for this journey that God has put me on. And yes, go to God with your prayers, with the, the desires of your hearts, and then just ultimately say, God, if this is your will, like, let this work out. Rather than us saying, Lord, success is going to be if you help me reach that milestone of mm -hmm. making six figures. And mm -hmm. this is something that I've personally, I've been challenged with myself 
because I've been able to successfully like grow and almost double my business each year. Mm -hmm. And yet I still found myself almost in a state of depression of saying like, I'm such a failure. Like, what am I doing wrong? Like mm -hmm. I've gone from here to here to here, but like, I've not reached that like milestone of this crazy dollar amount. And mm -hmm. honestly, if you ask me where I, found it it's like I just make it up <laughs> I just make up these random numbers mm -hmm. so I'm not in any way saying it's wrong to have desires or goals and mm -hmm. writing them down and all of that stuff but just because you have one thing does not mean that God isn't using you or he isn't blessing you mm -hmm. or that it's even not in his perfect timing just because things are not necessarily going exactly as you would yeah and don't compare everybody else's forward-facing game or forward-facing um, view of their business mm -hmm. to your back end, to your back end of your business. Mm -hmm. And I think I feel that myself as an entrepreneur, that it's just real easy to be like, oh, man, she just started doozing Pinterest three years ago and look at her like mm -hmm. she could be on the Today Show <laughs> next week. It's like so amazing. And you're just like, slow down, you mm -hmm. know, Focus on, you know, what God has blessed you with. Take advantage of leveraging that and how you can be a light and how you can just really do the best with what you're focused on and just continually ask God, mm. have him be a part of, of your business decision-making process. Like I like to see God as the, my business coach mm. in my business and just constantly saying, this is what I'm working on. I'm going to kind of get a little bit of like tunnel vision on purpose mm -hmm. and stay focused on where I feel that God is leading me and not get so distracted with a shiny object syndrome of what mm -hmm. everyone else is doing or what you feel that you're missing out on. Or even sometimes that whole imposter syndrome that can kind of start to come in and be yeah. like, I'm not good enough because you're comparing yourself to everyone else around you Yeah, and, such and realize that you are, you are good enough and just keep looking for your strength from God and not just for you to work harder. Yeah, such, such a, a great reminder for all of us. And, uh, you know, what, what you've probably heard before and what you probably say to your clients, we don't know the journey that it has taken that person to get to where they are. And often uh, we don't hear all of the ins and outs and the challenges. And I think I love what you said about being more transparent because I think when we start to share that along the way, people resonate with us and say, well, I like her or his approach because of the fact that he and she would understand me because that's what I'm going through too. And if she and he can do it, then I can do it too. And, and that then captures um, that audience and they will grow with you. So uh, I think it's such a, a great reminder for all of us because we can all get stuck no matter what age, stage, um, process that we are at in our business. It can be very easy to get distracted and that's what the enemy wants us to do because if we're not focused and rather distractive and feeling, you know, discouraged, guess what? We're not building our kingdom businesses and it may be just around that corner that God has something in plan and in store for us to catapult our business. And we don't want to take ourselves out of the running. So great, great insights there. Share with us, Heather, a little bit more about what you do, how you can support businesses who are watching and listening today. And then what is the best way for us to connect with you? Sure. So like I said, I am currently in the process of 
getting ready to put out a membership site in the next couple months where I'm really focusing on being that community of a resource for Christian business owners that are just on that journey of wanting to grow using the power of social media strategies mm -hmm. and having that go-to place. Um, and I, I work with people that just want to have a strategy session and sit mm -hmm. down for one hour and just get some clarity on what they're doing. And then I have clients that are more of like, I can consider it a little bit more on like our boutique agency side mm -hmm. where we have clients that we actually are maybe the heavy lifting piece of their business as it relates to their social media strategy. Yes. So we do a little bit of the consulting. We have the membership model for people that really just want to have that lower financial investment, but like a great community of support. And then we have the clients that actually want us to do the social media for them. So mm. the best place to have everyone come would be to my website, which is Sweet Tea socialmarketing.com and you can find out there how to connect with us and if you do want to join my free Facebook group um, you could just go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash sweet tea social and that's a great space again for Christian businesses and owners wanting to grow using social media fantastic and of course we'll put all of those links on our show notes and they'll be available ambitious entrepreneur network.com forward slash tce78 we'll put all those details there heather may i say a word of prayer closing out the show that's something that uh, i'd like i'm doing for all of my guests and would be honored to say a short word of prayer for you too i would love that thank you so much all right let's pray Father, thank you for the opportunity to speak with Heather today. She said, shared such important insights. Father, you know, when we're on social media and, and using a lot of the tools which can help us to get our message out there, to impact the world, to grow our kingdom businesses, sometimes we can be become distracted. Sometimes, as Heather said, we can look at what other people are doing and um, compare ourselves. But Lord, you have made us unique. You have given each and every one of us a calling, a purpose, unique characteristics, as, as Heather so beautifully said. And so we just want to lean into you, have us you know, be reminded of, of what you have created in us so that we can bring that out into the message that we are sharing. Father, I just want to pray a blessing over Heather and her clients and the work that she is doing over her family as well. May you continue to uh, bless her and her work, show her continued favour so that uh, the women and the men that she works with can continue to in really leverage social media to help them get their message out to impact the world one message at a time. Father, we ask this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for Thank coming you. on the show. It has been a, a real blessing speaking with you and uh, look forward to, to sharing this and getting this message out too. So thanks once again for coming on the show. Yes, thanks so much, Anne-Marie. I've loved it. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by BeTheDifferenceMovement.com. Changing the world one message at a time. Do you feel called to influence real change with your message? Join our supportive community of like-minded influencers, thought leaders, and disruptors at www.BeTheDifferenceMovement.com. That's BeTheDifferenceMovement.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.